I'm Cookie Miller and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind. What's up guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I am your host, Cookie Miller, and today we are talking about the comeback. We're talking about how to come back after you completely have fallen off of the wagon, you've fallen off of your fitness journey. How do you get yourself out of that hole? Now, this is a topic that I previously planned to talk about with my clients and have in our monthly meeting. And as I was telling them, back when I was planning this out, I planned this out like last year, I really had no idea that this would be a topic that I would need come this time. So a lot of you know, um, if you follow me on social media, that my beautiful, beautiful baby, my dog, um, Zoe, who was almost 11 years old, passed away about, 20 days ago. (laughs) Um, And it has been a very, very rough time. So that's why the podcast has been a little bit intermittent. And um, but what I was telling them was that when I was planning this out last year, the reason I chose to do this like at the end of March, beginning of April, is because usually this is the time of year where if you haven't done the things that you said you were going to do back in January, then this is where it all kind of starts to fall off. You feel like, oh, summer is way too close. You know, there's no way that I can do it by summer. And so a lot of people tend to fall off. So I thought this would be a great time for me to meet with my clients and have this whole conversation about the comeback. But because I experienced this huge loss in my life of this soul that was with me for 11 years that basically has grown up with me and taken me from, you know, a baby adult, just kind of getting into and finding my footing to being in this whole career and having a business and having this um, amazing podcast. It has been a lot on my fitness journey. So this is kind of, this experience has, is my first experience of true grief uh, within this process. And what I was also telling my clients is that, you know, when you're on a weight loss journey, you're on a fitness journey, you find that it is just, it's lifelong. I lost my weight in like a year, a year and a half, but I've still been on this journey for the past nine years. So there are going to be these ups and downs and all these different kinds of things that happen. And you just learn how to navigate through those things. However, this is my first time navigating through something in this way. So it made me go back and kind of change my notes because I realized that there's a couple of different reasons why someone could fall off. And sometimes it's not just like, you know, I just fell off. Sometimes it's like a life event that happens that causes you to fall off. So let's talk about what it actually means to fall off. To me, it means that you are operating outside of your normal routine. So your normal workout routine, your normal uh, meal prep routine, all of that is just completely out of whack. It also means that you start to feel like the goalpost is just moving further and further and further away, right? It's kind of like an out-of-body experience where you can see yourself not doing all the things and seemingly starting to fall behind on your goal. So there are these varying levels of falling off, but one thing is for sure is that falling off is inevitable. 
you will not get through this journey unscathed. Life is going to happen and sometimes it is going to knock you completely down and other times it just kind of throws you off balance. Now I'm going to start by telling you something that you probably do not want to hear which is that the best way for you to not completely fall off is to set yourself up for success when things are going well. And I know you may be listening, you're like, well, I've already fallen off, like, what is the point of telling me this? Well, it's good for you to know because yes, you've fallen off, but you're gonna get back up again. So when you do and when things are going well, or if you haven't fallen off yet and you're being proactive and listening to this, then, and things are going well, then I want you to think about this now. So think of an inevitable challenge and think about when this challenge happens, what will you do to keep yourself on track? Now, as an example, I'm going to use the period because that's something that ladies, we know every single month this is going to happen. And I don't want you, if you are someone who's in perimenopause, menopause, or if you're someone who's on birth control, or if you're someone like me with PCOS or endometriosis and you have an irregular period, that doesn't mean that this example doesn't apply to you. Like I tell my clients, you have to still track your cycle um, in the term of like tracking your moods, right? Because sometimes you're still going to have the symptoms of a period, even if you do not have a regular period. So it's so important if you use an app like Flow, for example, there are even options where you can choose that you are on birth control or you are in menopause um, and still be able to track your symptoms to help you figure out around what time of the month should you expect for things to change. So with that example of periods, what tends to happen around your period every single month? For a lot of people, it's going to be lower energy and of course, the period cravings. So knowing that these symptoms are going to happen every single month with your period, how can you plan each month for when that time of of the month comes around? Some of the things that you can do is to lift less weight if you're someone who is weightlifting. During that week of your period or PMS, take it easy. Take it down a notch. Plan to increase your calories. When you're on your period, your body is working a little bit harder. You can give yourself 100 to 300 extra calories to fit in a couple of those cravings that you're having. And the last example for periods is to be okay with not losing weight. Now, if you're going, girl, what are you talking about? I want you to go back and listen. There is a podcast. I can't remember what episode, but it's called periods and weight loss or how your period impacts your weight loss. So scroll back and find that uh, podcast and listen to it. But within there, I go into more detail about this. But as women, we are cyclical, right? We're not linear. So we're not going to just lose weight consistently. Most of us are going to lose weight two weeks at a time, meaning two weeks when you're in your follicular phase and two weeks when you're in your luteal phase. So your follicular phase is that first, you know, one to 14 days. That's when you're feeling good. That's when you got high energy. That's when you want to take on a lot of things and you want to focus on that weight loss and focus on really doing your best in the gym. But then once you get into that luteal phase, it's okay to, again, pull back to increase the calories and to be okay with not losing weight in that phase. You may gain a little bit from bloating and stuff like that, and that is totally okay. 
You can also use this thought process for things that just happen regularly in your life that throw you off. So for example, when a family member brings home fast food, what tends to happen then? You can think about how you can navigate that situation again when you're while you're in a good space while you're in a good space and have good energy and things are going well start thinking about how you're going to navigate that challenge especially if that's something that is normal for you that comes up often or what about being invited to a brunch or a happy hour these things are not big surprises we all have lives and families and friends and they all want us to go out and do different things so these are things that are pretty normal and things that you can expect to happen so start thinking about what you typically do in those situations and how you might change your reaction so for example if you're invited to brunch and you know that there's going to be unlimited mimosas you can already prepare yourself to say okay i'm not going to go crazy with the mimosas like they're unlimited but i'm going to limit myself to two for example versus saying oh well i was invited to brunch and there were unlimited mimosas and what was i supposed to do you know so this is a way of just developing that level of discipline and really setting boundaries with yourself that are going to help you in the long run now let's move on to talk about things that are outside of your control. So loss of a loved one, job loss, an injury, or having some type of unexpected health concern. So similar to the period example, you want to give yourself some space during these times. This may not even be a great time for you to focus on weight loss, but it really also depends on the individual. So like with any part of this journey, this is all going to be based on you, based on how much you can handle and based on what is the right thing for you to do. So for someone who is not managing their stress well, adding in another big stressor like being in a caloric deficit and doing a ton of cardio-based exercise may not be helpful but for others remaining active and reaching goals may help you to feel better and to have that sense of accomplishment and being able to control what you can control now when i say to give yourself grace during those times i want to be clear that you want to give yourself grace but you also want to give yourself a time limit so you should have several cutoff dates to get back into your habits and you want to be careful not to add too many things back at once so if you've fallen off completely it can be tempting to say okay enough of this by Monday, I'm getting back into the workout, meal prepping, I'm gonna drink all my water, I'm gonna stretch, I'm going to bed on time, right? You're gonna just try to take over everything at once, but that's overwhelming. So instead, set a separate goal for each week and just focus on reintroducing a new goal every week, becoming consistent with it, and then moving on to something else. A lot of times we rush back into things because of this crazy timeline that we've given ourselves where you've said, okay, by, I said by summer I'd be doing this or I said by this date I would be down this many pounds. And I get it, but you have to remember that if you're dealing with something out of your control that has just happened, your life was just turned completely upside down. And if this hadn't happened, then sure, that would be a great goal to have and you should still work toward it. But now that something has come in and completely interrupted your life, your focus is probably going to change and you have to give yourself the grace to do that. 
I know that it can be difficult to shift your focus to maintaining your weight instead of losing weight while you're in like this completely interrupted state. But you have to think about the times in the past where something has thrown you off. What typically tends to happen? For a lot of people, not only do you fall off, but you tend to also regain the weight that you lost. So focusing on maintaining your weight is the actual progress, right? Because you're not doing and falling back into the things that you used to do. You're not eating, you know, eating your way into <laughs> into regaining the weight because you're not able to handle your emotions and things like that. You're taking a different route and that route is still producing progress, even if it's not in the way that you would like to see it. So during this time, do not be afraid to go back to the basics. The basics are the things that you're going to still be doing when you look back at your fitness journey nine years later, as I'm doing now, you're still going to be doing those things in nine years. Trust me. So go back to the basics. Think about doing things like focusing on your water, focusing on your step goal, making sure that you're taking deep breaths before you eat, making sure that you're thoroughly chewing your foods. I know some of these things are not, you know, the big shiny things that we see on social media that promote these, you know, quick solutions, but these are the things that you need to do long-term anyway. And these are the basics and the foundation of your weight loss journey. I want you to remember that failing and falling off is a part of the process when the goal is a lifestyle change. The only time that falling off is a true failure is when your goal is temporary. I'm gonna say it again. Failing and falling off is a part of the process when the goal is lifestyle change. The only time falling off is a true failure is when your goal is temporary. So as long as you are going to be working on this thing long term and you're really changing your lifestyle, you're not just trying to fit into a dress or do this thing by summer or, you know, whatever. When you're working on real issues, it's just a part of it. The only time you start to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm completely failing is when you have a temporary goal. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Worth the Wait. Remember, if this episode or any of our episodes have helped you, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Thank you guys so much, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.